Hello and welcome to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Today, every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you will always find me here on live podcast. And today, our topic is going to be our world has our words have power. And so, with that being said, the, the blessing of having the podcast is that it inspired me to go the extra mile where I can touch hearts that need healing with deep conversation that's relevant with life issues to uplift, motivate, empower, and stimulate our thinking to help bring awareness to who, to help bring awareness to whatever situation that we are dealing with towards being our authentic self where all of us can stand in our truth and live a peaceful, happy life. So that's what the podcast is all about, real talk, real people, real conversation. If you want to join in and speak to the guest or the host, today is just the host, so it's just me, call 646-668-8485. If you have a comment, you want to share your story or share a message, just hit the one and I will bring you in. So today's topic, again, is about our words have power. Um, have you ever been in an emotional unbalance that you wanted to give up on life? Well, this week I, had, this week I have a story to share with you about a young lady that I visit in the L.A. County Detention Center for Women. She, she's a very successful, well, she was a very successful businesswoman running a makeup boutique. She was dealing with depression so bad that she literally put herself in jail. And as I sit and consult with her, I, I know she, she's not the only one dealing with life challenges. It's hurtful when you hear and know that all she needed was someone to reach out. So, therefore, that is why we have this topic today. So that compelled me to be able to explain and share how our words have power. And so for those who don't know, I have became a chaplain this year, um, it wasn't planned. It just happened. And sometimes, again, which is why this topic is important, because our words have our words have power. Um, growing up, not having a mentor or a role model to guide me along my challenging days compelled me to be that person to always want to help and empower women um, at a very young age. So unwillingly, unwillingly. Um, it began to happen, and as of now, being 52, I accept the call and the responsibility to empower women. So before we get into the uh, show, I'm going to take a short break, and then we're going to dive into the conversation. So take a short break. One moment. Don't go nowhere. Hi. Are you a female that's struggling through life trauma and triggers and not knowing how to overcome or how to understand the dynamics of what you're going through so you can be your authentic self. Just know if you are, you're not alone. There's millions of females going through the same problems. And I have helped so many females to overcome the trauma, overcome their triggers, and help them to move forward. So if this is you and you're ready to move forward and take control of your life, Give me a call, 714-905-3707. My name is Charmaine Holland. I am a motivated speaker, a spiritual life consultant, an author, and a chaplain. 
and I am here to help empower women to overcome their life trauma and triggers so they can live their authentic self. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a good day. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248 525 7680. Welcome back to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation. Thank you, listeners, for staying tuned. Again, this is an open mic, open conversation, so you can always call the number 646 668 8481. I'm sorry, 8485. Just hit the one if you have a comment or you want to chime into the conversation. By all means, just hit that one and I'll bring you in. So today's topic is our words have power. And so I was sharing about a young lady at the detention center who was a successful business, um, had a makeup, a successful business makeup boutique. But one thing that she was dealing with, she was dealing with depression so bad that she literally put herself in jail. Um, I'm not sure exactly how you do that, but Maybe somebody listener can tell me how a person can make themselves feel like they're a prisoner by living in outside society, being a successful woman. But I want to share just a couple of things about how, you know, just growing up, because for me, I didn't grow up knowing that my words have power, you know. So growing up, I was shy. I would uh, listen more and I would talk less. Um, it wasn't until my adulthood I understood the power of how I use my words, which totally makes sense. Now, because, you know, I understand the dynamic that that's the reason why God created us with two ears and one mouth. Because when we speak, we are speaking with a command. We're like, it's almost kind of like a magic. It's like we have our own magic wand. Our mouth is our magic wand. Therefore, we must be cautious of what we say and how we say things. So just know sometimes it's taking place that we don't, under, we, we don't understand the timing. When we speak, we don't understand the timing of what's happening. But be aware that we are manifesting something when we speak. So that's just food for thought, okay? So it's important that we speak with positivity to uplift and to inspire others, to inspire others to change our family dynamic, and that also includes yourself. You know, sometimes we speak and we don't realize that when we speak, it's so important that we ask for the things that we want. You know, we, you know, we want our desires, we want our dreams and everything to come true, but keep in mind, it's going to require work. So just keep in mind that when you're speaking, you know, your affirmations, you're speaking your dreams and everything, it is going to require work for it to manifest. So I wanted to share that 
real fast. So let's get into why the topic is so important. So as a mentor, I was at the prison last week, and I mentor a lot of ladies who have to speak to a chaplain. Um, so this particular young lady, she has a business, like I mentioned, a makeup business boutique. She was very successful, I'm assuming. I don't know how long she was depressed, but I have come across several other women who can be successful but depressed from a childhood issue or family judgment views of how they live in their life. You know, they feel like they can't live the way they want to live because mom is going to criticize them or auntie is going to judge them or whatever. So I think that might be the mindset of being in a prison. I'm not sure. I never had that experience, so I don't know. But those who's listening, you know, please, if you know anything or you can relate to that message or understand, you know, how to put yourself or make yourself feel like a prisoner, you know, living in society, you got all the choices. I mean, the, the sky, is the, the, there's no limit to no sky, you know, and it's like, why do you confine yourself to put yourself in a prison? Still trying to wrap my mind around. But anyway, but this lady said that she treated herself like a prisoner. And so I'm not sure, like I said, I'm not sure exactly what that means. Somebody can relate to me, but maybe and then if you want to chime in, just hit the one if you're already listening. If not, if you're hearing and you're online or whatever, you got to call that number, 646-668-8485, and hit the one so I can know exactly what the comment or the question that you have. But she actually literally put herself in prison. Now, as she's telling me this, I can't believe it. All I can say is that she manifests herself into prison. So just imagine you're being successful every day. You're going, you're doing your, you're doing work, you're doing what you love to do. You know, you're being a makeup artist. You're making everybody else look beautiful, but you're here depressed. You make yourself feel like a prisoner, and then all of a sudden, I don't know how long she's been feeling this way, find herself now incarcerated in jail. That's just mind-boggling. I don't know for those who's listening. But that indicates that our, her, our thoughts, how she felt about herself, and the words that she spoke in, all that transpired to be where she at. So I asked her, how did you get here? What happened to get you arrested waiting for a court date? So while we just explained to you, when I go to the detention center, that is women who have been arrested, who committed a crime, and three things take place, whether they decide that they're going to go ahead and go to court and do whatever the time the judge told them to to, to, to do, and they agree to the sentence, or they decide that they want to fight their case, that's number two, or they decide that they will take a program and go to a mental institution but first, they got to check with the doctor to find out that if they are, do they have some mental issues? If they have some mental issues and they are diagnosed with something, then they are eligible to go to a program. Now, being, keep in mind that wipes away them trying to uh, fight for their case or they don't do the time at that moment. They go to the mental institution. Now, sometimes they can wait a long time to be sentenced to a mental institution, and I think sometimes they give them one year. If they can complete the whole process 
in one year, then I don't know if they go on probation. I'm still learning all the all the details that they explained to me, but they go to a mental institution. Now, they labeled with some type of mental illness now, and we're not sure exactly the mindset that they have when they go in there. So with that being said, she's still waiting on her court date. We don't know what actually um, is going on with her. But when I asked her what happened, how did she get in there, she said someone tried to attack her, so she was doing so. I asked her, so is that self-defense? She said yes. So, I, so I'm saying, saying pretty much she gave up on life, and she said yes. So because she was so depressed, she put herself in prison, her thoughts and everything, she really didn't want to live. She really wanted to give up on life, but she knew that she had to survive, and her business of doing makeup was what she had to do. So I'm sitting there, you know, just mind-boggling, just kind of like, wow, you actually manifest yourself to be in prison. You use your words and your powers and, and got you here. And she's still mind-boggling because she can't even believe that she actually is in prison right now. And so I'm sitting there. So with my spiritual intuitive consultant, um, I started to analyze the whole situation because you know, I said, did you ask God why are you here? And she said, yes, I've been asking God why I'm here, but I still don't understand why. So I paused for a moment, and I said, do you mind if I can elaborate and just share a little bit of why I think you're here? So she said, yes. So I said, the reason why you're here is because you, on outside, you wanted to give up on life. You put yourself in prison. You were so depressed you really didn't want to be here. So God let somebody come to attack you, and you had two things, whether you wanted to live or you was going to just let them just take you out. And because of your strength and your willpower, you determined that you wanted to live. So you said, oh, no, I'm not going out like this. So what you did was you you pretty much wanted to live. You wanted a second chance. So you're here right now in this holding cell because you want to live. So now you got to get yourself out of that dark space that you put yourself in. I don't know how many years you've been putting yourself in that dark space or whatever, but now that you're here. And so now that I'm standing before you, I'm here to help you to come out of that dark space that you put yourself in and try to uplift and empower you so you can manifest yourself back to your original authentic self of who you are and what you're supposed to be in life. So she agreed. She's listening. She agreed. And she said, wow, I never looked at it like that. And I said, yes. I said, it's going to be a journey for you, just like it was a journey to get here in whatever life that you were living and how you were putting yourself into prison, the mindset, not you living the life that you want to live. And I'm thinking that she just didn't want to uh, make anybody else feel uncomfortable because of how she wanted to live. She just choose to just, you know, be to herself and just, I don't know. I don't know. That prison part is mind-boggling. But anyway, she um, decided that she wanted uh, another chance. So she's in jail now. And so now she has to survive the jail system so she can get back to reality of going out in the real world and living the life that she wants to. So what I did was I actually gave her a book of affirmations, which I'm an author of. 
And so I told her to memorize all these affirmations, which is empowering you, because the only way you're going to come out of darkness and come out of that mindset, depression that you were in, you've got to be able to uplift and motivate yourself by using affirmations. Now, keep in mind, she is going to be taking medication while she's there. So it's going to take a lot of work for her to pull herself out of that depression. And so I know that we have so many females, even males, dealing with depression, you know, it's like couldn't have been somebody that can help her before she got into the prison system, you know, and, and, that's, and that's the reason why when I had this conversation is because I know our ego or our pride or, you know, we don't want people to judge us or whatever, but we can't put ourselves in prison when we have the world out there and it's so spacious for us to do stuff and move around that we limit ourselves to a small box that we think that we can't live, and then, we, and then something happened where it put us in a worse situation. I never wish no one to go to jail. I'm in there, and I see what goes on, and it's the last thing that I want to do is see another female to be put in behind bars or be incarcerated because they had limited choices. They choose not to open up or they choose not to get help or they choose not to stand in their authentic self and say, no, I'm not going to allow you to make me feel this way. And I think most of the time that we give up on ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to stand in our truth of who we are, so we allow society or we allow our family members to be more dominant over our life, and so we just settle. You can't settle, you know, Um I have a book called Walking in Your Purpose. We all have a purpose. You cannot settle and allow people to just dictate you and allow you to live in their confinement and and thinking that's okay, you know. And I know one lady I was talking to, she said, you know, Charmaine, you have to keep in mind that it's a generational, you know, thing when people are dealing with depression and anxiety, you know, um, if their environment is like that, then that's how they grew up like that. And if nobody speaks, then that person won't speak or address the issue. And, um, you know, that's something, this is all new to me. You know, I have a sister who's dealing with bipolar, and she's depressed. She goes to a therapist. She sees a therapist. Um, and it's been years, but I don't see any progress. You know, it's still the same, you know, and eventually it's like you're seeking help, but aren't you supposed to get better? Somewhere down the line, you've got to overcome it and get better, and I don't know what that requires. So, you know, maybe one day I have a therapist that come on that can help us to understand a little bit more about the dynamics of a person in that dark space and depression and how are they supposed to overcome that. I do know some people who were in a depression and they have overcome, they live in a life company, but they still got triggers. They are still dealing with certain triggers that will easily put them back in that state, you know, but like I said, that's a whole different topic or whatever. So with that being said, if anybody who's listening, who like to uh, ask a question or would like to chime in on conversation, please hit the one, and then I'll see your hand is up, and I definitely will bring you in on the conversation. But in the meantime, I am going to take a short break for a moment, and I will be right back. So please, don't go nowhere. 
thank you, thank you, listeners, for staying tuned. Welcome back to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. So today we're talking about our words have power, and I was sharing how a young lady that I met who manifests herself to actually be incarcerated and to be in prison because she was so depressed. And, you know, I'm so used to being optimistic and positive and uplifting, you know, just to meet somebody who actually was depressed and to put herself in jail, which is mind-boggling to me. I have never met anyone like that who actually honestly said that they were so depressed and they actually put themselves in prison in their own state of mind and to later on find their self in prison. And she's a beautiful um, African-American woman. She's her age, I would say she looked like she's about 45 years old. Um, she was a successful business uh, woman who had a makeup boutique. And I don't know if she has children. I will see her next, this, actually tomorrow, I'll see her tomorrow. But just to find out that this is what some of our young ladies are dealing with out in the real world, and they don't have any resource, so they not not they're not comfortable to open up to share with their loved one until they are incarcerated. And once they're incarcerated, then it's like, okay, now who do I reach out to? How can I get help? By that time, the damage is so the damage is done. I mean, it's like damage on top of damage. I mean, she was already damaged with the mindset that she had because she was in a dark space, but to be put yourself into the hands of other people where she has no right anymore, that's the part that I would love to try to help to prevent. And so this is the reason why I wanted to have this conversation so maybe some of the listeners can help and see how can we close the gap and help people to be able to speak out about depression. They don't, I mean, you know, we don't hear much people talk about depression, but it's something that needs to be addressed to help more and more people. And if those who's listening, if, if, if there's a platform that I will, that you would like me to join, I'd be willing to help and join. Um, I think really we need like a telephone, a hotline number where people are comfortable. You know, sometimes people know there's a hotline number, just like suicide. You know, there's a suicide hotline number, but sometimes, I mean, people really – have to get to a really bad point in their life to actually call that number instead of just being comfortable and just picking up the phone and saying, hey, I need help, you know, let me just dial this number. So um, it would be nice if we – there might be a number. I have to look more into it. But it's just, you know, sometimes our loved ones and our this ego, this pride that we do not want to open up, but instead we have these negative thoughts. So anyway, with that being said, um, I have another story that I want to share about our words are powerful, and um, there's this young lady that I know, and um, it just hit me today. I didn't realize what she actually was saying and what actually was taking place. And so she actually, her husband has been hospitalized for several months, you know, and she visit her husband every day, and she see him and stuff. And one day we were talking, and she said, I just want him home, you know. And like any wife would, you know, they've been married for 36 years. And if my husband was hospitalized for months, then, you know, of course, you want him home because, you, you know, you, he's always been there beside you. And now he's been hospital for two months, and, you know, they run and tested and trying to get him better or whatever. But 
you know, at the point you say, hey, I want my husband home, you know, and she wanted her husband home, and now she got a phone call that her husband is coming home. But the only thing about it, he's, he needs 24-7 care. And that was not the mindset that she wanted. She wanted him to come home, but not thinking that she would have to have nurses and, and nurses in her house 24-7 to be able to get him back on his feet so he is functional, functionable so he can live his normal life, you know. And so, you know, like I said, you know, um, as I become more and more mature, I understand the power, the, the depth of our words and how we have to use our words and how subconsciously and consciously what we put out and what we manifest will come to us, but you got to be careful of how you say it, what you say, and actually having details that go along with it. And so with that being said, you know, it's like to be cautious, you you, it's, it's mandatory that you want to speak positive. You know, you want to put that positive love, that positive energy, because you want it to come back to you. You want the universe to work in so many different ways to open up doors for you. So that is the power of our words. You want it to work to benefit you in so many levels that you can if you understand how to use your words and use them uh, correctly. You know, don't try to follow you know, the flock and, you know, sound like them and sound ignorant and all that because you don't realize what you're doing to yourself. You know, once your mind has expanded, it it can't go back. So you have to keep moving forward and speaking positive, positive affirmations, positive, whatever your dreams desire, whatever, you know, your heart desire. You know, they say that prayer is like your desires, you know. So, you know, whenever you pray, you're praying good. You ain't praying negative. You're praying good. So we have to continue to speak the words into us and put that word out in the universe of what you want. So with that being said, you know, my friend who husband is hospitalized, he's supposed to be coming home shortly. And, you know, her whole intention was to have her husband home but not have all these people in her house. And, you know, me and her were talking. And, you know, and you know, sometimes even when you're talking to a friend, yes, I understand. You know, we might say some things, but you're not just talking to me. You are actually putting a command out in the universe, so you have to be careful what you say. So, you know, she was like, Charmaine, but I don't want these people in my house. And so I'm saying, listen to yourself. You can't say that. you got to have these people in your house because your husband going to need these people. If you don't feel like doing the 24-hour-7 work, you can't say that you don't want these people in your house. So we have to be careful. And I know, she, I know what she meant, but sometimes we have to be careful what we say because our words are powerful. And so I know I have listeners here. And listeners, if you would like to chime in, you like to talk, you like to share about the power of your words and how that has manifested in your life and things that you have said, please, by all means, the one and chime in. Um, you know, I, I thought I had maybe an hour conversation, but I don't. But I just wanted to share them two stories. And, you know, even for my, like I said, it wasn't until I became mature until I understand uh, the dynamics, you know, of the words are powerful and how we use our words, you know. It's just like, you know, where I'm at now, I used to always say, I want a podcast. Oh, I want a podcast, you know. Somebody help me get my podcast going. 
and look at me now. I got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm looking for guests. So if there's anybody who's listening who'd like to be a guest on my podcast, please go to my website, CharmaineHolland.com. Go to the comment. Go to the podcast. There's a button that says be a guest. I would love to have you on where we can enlighten, inform, empower people on topics that's relevant, that's going to help and inspire the individuals, the listeners, the children, anybody in the world is all about uplifting and inspiring someone else. That being said, if I have no more listen, if I have no more, I have no more comments, and if nobody wants to chime in or raise their hand or have a communicate, uh, conversate with me, then I guess you know time is up. So, with that being said. I just want to just remind you that I am here every Thursday from 4 p.m. to 7 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Real talk, real people, real conversation. And, again, the whole purpose of this podcast is that I get to inspire by going the extra mile where I can touch the hearts that need healing with deep conversations that are relevant with life issues to uplift motivate, empower, and stimulate our thinking to help bring awareness to whatever situation that you're dealing with towards living authentically where all of us can stand in our truth to live a peaceful and happy life. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am a motivated speaker, a spiritual life consultant. So if you need uh, a session, I do have an eight-week course. I do do one-on-ones. Um, if there's any way, I am an author, so you can purchase my book on spiritual affirmation. If you know someone who is dealing with depression or anxiety or, you know, having some issues, maybe share my book with them. A lot of my friends actually purchase my books and, and give them to people as gifts. By all means, you can do that. And, again, um, I'm here every Thursday, open discussion. We can have a conversation anytime, have questions. You have, I can, if you have questions, I'll be happy to answer based on my knowledge and my wisdom. In the meantime, it was a pleasure to be here today. And for those who are listening, thank you very much for being a participation and listening. And I look forward to seeing you again next Thursday. In the meantime, stay safe, stay blessed, and stay in the light. Good night.